everyone and welcome back to another episode of our podcast, Muddling Through. Today we are talking about our favourite topic ever, which is food. We are both such big foodies and we literally love all food, all the time, all day, every day. So today we're going to talk about food and drink and discuss some of our favourite food, some of our favourite recipes and some of our ideal dinner party guests as well. So we hope you enjoy this episode and if you love food then this is definitely the right place to be. Absolutely, for sure. So the first thing we kind of wanted to discuss was some very random but interesting facts about food. I feel like over like lockdown I learned so much about food because people always did food rounds in their um, like quizzes and I've just honestly gained so many facts from that so just wanted to share a couple of them you know get the groove going with the food um so the first one is for our fellow coffee lovers did you know that apples actually give you more energy than coffee I just don't Um, believe that I don't know if I believe that either like but I feel like also there's this like facade with coffee that like it gives you loads of energy and I'm not gonna lie I think me and you have become slightly immune Oh no, 100%. Like, coffee does not give me the buzz anymore. I guess it is more of a psychological thing. Like, I can't speak in the morning before I've had coffee. We'll come out of our rooms when we used to live with each other and Charlotte would always be so full of energy and like wanting to dance and play and I'd be like, please don't speak to me (laughs) Not before coffee. Not before coffee, honestly. But no, I think it's something to apparently do with its carbohydrate, fibre, vitamin C and mineral content that it's the perfect option if you want to stay energized all day long. So that's a really interesting fact about apples. And um, another one is the cucumber, the loyal cucumber. The outside waxy coating of a cucumber can also be used as a rubber, like an eraser. And I learned this the other day, and I just think that's absolutely mental. Like, you know, if you can't find a rubber, grab a cucumber out your fridge, you made a mistake, no problem. <laughs> You're fine. I just think that's that's amazing. That's such an interesting fact. We should test that. Soon you're going to have all these kids going into school just, you know, got their pencil case, got their cucumber, ready to go. <laughs> I got their cucumber, honestly. Um, and actually, on the on the topic of fruit and veg, did you know that the wee stickers that they put on, like, fruit and veg at, like, farm shops and stuff, and I think it's the same in the supermarket. I don't mean, like, the supermarket, like, this is two pounds. Um, wee stickers, they're actually edible. And I actually did a bit of research into this because this actually popped up on my Instagram the other week. Being like, did you know you can eat the stickers on fruit and veg? And I was like, hell no, that can't be right. So I Googled it and it, yeah, it says that you can eat like loads of the stickers on like bananas, apples, like oranges. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to start doing this. I've actually not <laughs> tried it out yet, but I'm going to the next time I go to the supermarket because I think that's just amazing. Do you think it's going to be tasty? <laughs> Um, well no i don't think it's gonna be tasty but like i think it'll be like you're getting your money's worth you know bang for your buck and finally my last fun fact is that cheese is the most stolen food in the world well i do not blame them because cheese is the best food ever so oh cheese really is the best food what's your favorite cheese gosh i don't know what is my favorite cheese i don't want to be like boring and just be camembert but i really just do enjoy a melted camembert with the garlic shoved in it rosemary shoved in it all the works or or i really do like wensleydale i know you don't really enjoy wensleydale but i do really enjoy wensleydale so potentially that i don't mind a wensleydale is that the one that you get with like cranberries or like apricot through it you never wanted to buy that for a cheese board i felt like i always had to push for that one I didn't like the one with the cranberries in it that much. I much prefer the one in the, with the apricots, but uh-huh. I always wanted the one with the cranberries, and I, I would rather have brie, you know? Yeah. Brie with a digestive and a grape and some chocolate. Yes. Chocolate. What's your favourite? Um, I think my favourite cheese would have to be burrata. 
Oh, oh yeah. my God. You Guys, love burrata. If you have not tried burrata, wow, you need to get yourself some. It's like mozzarella, but like creamy as hell in the middle with like a thick skin. I feel like when you say thick skin mozzarella, it really doesn't sound very nice, but it's honestly delicious. It just melts in the mouth. You can have it with honey and pine nuts. You can have it with balsamic, you can have it with tomatoes, have it with bread. Like lo- a lot, actually, in our last year when we lived in Aberdeen, I would just have a bowl of burrata for dinner with bread and it. I had no regrets. It was absolutely divine. So I would say that has to be my favourite cheese. Or the one with the flowers on it. You like the one with the flowers on it. What's that one? Oh, oh, Antonia, the one with the flowers on it. Wow, changing the game up again. I think that actually might be my favourite cheese. That one is called Alp Blossom. Okay, if you've not tried this, you can't get it in like that many shops, but I think you can get it in waitrose and you can get it in like cheesemongers and it basically is like a nutty cheese that has like actual flowers like the whole way around the rind and it's just beautiful like it looks nice it tastes nice you don't even need it with a cracker you can just shove it in your mouth in like a really thin slice and oh but honestly i love cheese my whole family loves cheese like antonia you love cheese our friends love cheese cheese is just <laughs> wow like like this this is the only thing that like really makes me feel like i could just never be vegan because i just would want to eat cheese and i just vegan cheese just really doesn't do it for me oh my god no my mum has vegan cheese in the house because she that's what she kind of eats on her diet and oh it is so rank it's so like artificial it's actually vile so that's the same as me i think that would be my hardest thing if i was going to be vegan but you know that's why cheese is the most stolen food in the world makes sense yeah so true okay so changing tact we thought it would be fun to do our death roll meals so the last meal we would have before we die i feel like this is always a bit of a controversial question and everybody has very different answers so charlotte what are your meals i think for a starter i would have to go with palm ham and melon right a bit controversial Mm. i know but you know when you just have a really really juicy piece of melon with a nice salty piece of parma ham and I just think they complement each other so nicely and I think it would really bring me back to like being on holiday in like Spain or something and I honestly just think that would be so delicious so that would have to be my starter for my main I am obsessed with peas okay peas are my favorite food in the whole world it's really weird I know but I think I would have to have a pea risotto with a ball of burrata (laughs) in the middle I'm sorry does that not just sound absolutely delicious? This is going to be such a heavy meal. A whole ball of cheese and, like, just basically rice. And that sounds a bit shit as well. I feel like people are going to be like, oh, my God, she has shocking choices. But I just think I'd be so happy going out on that. I would be so content. And I think that would be so yum. But I think that would have to be my starter and my main. And then for dessert, I'm a chocolate lover. And I just feel like you couldn't go out without having a bit of chocolate. So I think I'd probably have, like a chocolate fudge cake type brownie thing with raspberries and actually do you know what i've actually been thinking for like a couple of weeks now i actually think i might prefer raspberries to strawberries and i feel like that's quite controversial as well like what do you prefer raspberry or strawberry with a dessert i would probably prefer raspberry but to eat just on its own definitely strawberry I feel like I only really like strawberries when they're like in like peak season. Like Scottish strawberries in the summer are like literally something else. They're so, so, good. so divine. I just feel like you can really rely a lot more on the humble raspberry. You do you. It's your last meal, you know. You go wild. I think those are some pretty strong choices. I, I respect the melon and the parma ham. Also rate that a lot. 
Mm, so, so yummy. What would yours be? Um, so mine for my starter, I think I would have this dish that my dad makes. I always get him to make it on my birthday. But it's literally just like thinly sliced garlic with um, cherry tomatoes and olives and prawns just kind of all fried together and then it gets all juicy and all the flavors kind of like merge together and it is just mm, so yum get some fresh kind of like parsley in there and then you get crusty bread and you just you just eat it on the bread and you use the bread to like wipe up all the juices and oh my god it is like one of my most favorite favorite things ever and I can't believe I've never tried to make it I've actually thought about making it once but you need um a spirit what is it called vodka is it vodka just to interlude here actually i've seen so many people within the last like six months making this weird vodka pasta and i don't understand it i think you literally just put vodka like in your pasta sauce and like loads and loads of people on instagram i've been seeing done it and i really want to try it out but i just feel like it would make me feel sick like vodka makes me just like reminds me of being 17 and just wanting to throw up pasta and vodka sounds absolutely vile oh my god i would absolutely (laughs) not do that sorry no i'm not interested um the spirit is pernal and then i'd obviously need to buy a bottle of it and apparently i just can't afford that um so that would definitely be my starter and then for my main i was really toing and froing for this because i don't really have any favorite foods so it's kind of hard to decide but i think i would go for sticky barbecue ribs right and i feel like you'll probably find that surprising because it's something that i don't really eat a lot i don't really i don't know I'll always choose meat when we go out for dinner either but see when i was vegetarian for like a year and then a year and a half like just faking it ribs was what made me cancel and give up really? yeah we'd gone out for dinner and they had sticky barbecue ribs on the menu and everybody knew i was a vegetarian and then um, i just remember this guy sitting beside me and he turned around and he was like what are you doing and my face was just like covered in like barbecue sauce just like shoving them in my mouth like gnawing licking the bones clean and i was like i'm sorry i had to eat the barbecue ribs oh my gosh that sounds so yum though i absolutely love ribs as well although Antonia's just told me before we've come on this call she's not had ribs from the chinese I just don't order Chinese very often. I honestly would never even think to order barbecue. I, I don't even know what's on the menu, uh, Chinese, like, stuff like that. I don't know. Antonia, this will change the game for you. The next time you get Chinese, order barbecue spare ribs. Oh, my God. I am obsessed. They are so, so yummy. And if you love ribs, you need to try them. Okay, well, we'll have to do it together because I definitely have to try that. Um, And I would also quite like a lot of sides. So probably just some sort of like mashed potato, some sort of veg, um, potentially like roasted parsnips maybe and roasted carrots. Like This is maybe sounding like a weird combination. Okay, I'm, I'm just going off piece here. <laughs> it's so weird. I, why are you having ribs with mashed potatoes? Bits of, bits of meat. Like, <laughs> I'll have ribs with mashed potatoes. Or, or I'd have like, like, like chunky wedge potatoes. Okay, that's what I'll have instead. And yeah, I think that sounds like a pretty banging main for me. And for dessert, my most favourite dessert in the whole wide world is sticky toffee pudding. So I would be having that with probably just some double cream poured on top and I would be super happy to go on that so yeah i'm not gonna lie that sounds absolutely delicious sticky toffee pudding really is the one what drink would you have prosecco a whole bottle of prosecco for one. Oh, i love that love that the only thing is i feel like sometimes whenever i drink prosecco and i'm eating i get really bloated really quickly and i think it's the bubbles yeah probably i don't really have that problem i i honestly could bathe in it i love prosecco so much <laughs> 
I think I would have to have a wine. I think I would have to have me and Antonia both love this. Is a Lindemann's Chardonnay. I wow, know. Wow, if you haven't tried, you need to try. A lot of people shun Chardonnay because they think it's like disgusting, and I really don't know why. I think people are just like against it. But if you if you haven't tried a good white wine Chardonnay, give it a go and let us know what you think. Cause wow. Moving on from that, if you were to have a dinner party and you were allowed to invite three people, dead or alive, go. Who would you invite? Okay, so this one didn't require as much thought as I maybe thought it would, and I'm intrigued to know if we'll have any of the same answers. But my dinner party is for bad bitches only, okay? Bad bitches only. (laughs) So first and foremost, we're going to have Queen Beyonce, okay? Because... I feel like she know she keeps herself quite private. You don't really know that much about Beyonce, do you? Um, but I feel like she'd have you know a lot of interesting stories to tell. She's been at so many events. She's lived life. Like she would be a really good, interesting guest. And also, she could probably serenade us when the dinner is over. So definitely her. Secondly, I would have other queen Michelle Obama. Okay, I love Michelle Obama. She is just the best ever. A queen, a real life queen. A queen. Honestly, I could listen to her voice all day. When we were listening to her um, audiobook, her voice is just relaxing, it's soothing, it's interesting. And I feel like she would bring some intellectual conversation to the dinner, you know? Like, she'd have interesting topics, she'd have an opinion on things, she'd have, again, so many stories to tell. And I feel like she'd be one for advice too. So, you know, if I have any, like, issues or that, I'm sure she'd be able to help me. And finally, to join the Bad Bitch crew, is Lady Hale. Okay? First female president of the Supreme Court. She is a bad bitch. Okay? And she definitely would have a lot of intellectual conversations to bring. And she could help us on the, like, the legal side. She would have, I think, a lot of, like, insider kind of, like, knowledge and stories about things that we don't really know. Like, news stories and court cases and stuff like that. So, I think she would be super interesting. And I think the combination of all three together would just be prime. So, those are my dinner party guests. You um, can come if you want to join the Bad Bitch crew. I would love to come and join the Bad Bitch crew. And actually, we don't have any of the same ones, even though I thought we might have as well. Um, mine aren't quite as Bad Bitch, and I'm not going to lie. I don't know how well they would gel together. <laughs> but they're my, like, some of my favourite people. So, I was like, Do you know what? They're coming to my dinner. But the first of mine is Sir David Attenborough. Oh, what a choice. I know, I'm sorry, I just love him. I feel like he could tell me so much about nature and I would just learn so much from him. And he's just like such an all-round guy. He's travelled the world. He's literally like such a G. Everyone loves him. I'm not going to lie, I think I'm going to like cry when he dies. Oh yeah, I think a lot of the world is going to cry when he dies. And you'd get to give him a hug. You would actually get to give him a hug. I would love to hug him. I would literally love to hug him. I just think he would be just the best mentor ever. Second one, Paolo Nutini. I'm sorry. I'm just obsessed. I love him. I love his music. I think he's a sexy motherfucker. And I would love to have him sitting opposite me at my dinner table. And that is basically all I have to say on that. I'm just, I love him. I went to see him in concert like two years ago or something. And I've just been in love ever since. I've been in love with him since I was like nine. But like even still, you just when you see him in the flesh, he's like even better in person. So funny that you went wow. to watch him with your boyfriend drooling over him whilst Louis standing beside That's you, true. like probably also drooling over him. Oh, uh, Louis loves him too. So it's actually not even offensive. He wouldn't even be mad 
probably said that I was in love with him because it's not a lie I am and thirdly this is like a really rogue random choice but me and Antonia and Megan in the flat have been watching The Crown for like a really long time like last semester and I really want to meet Princess Margaret I think she would be a really good person to have a dinner party because you could get all the dirt on all the royals and I feel like she was the one that was like a bit wild and like free and I feel like she would have so many stories and I want to you know also know if everything that's in The Crown is actually true and I feel like she would definitely just give you old gossip and I think that she'd be so good to have dinner party so they're my three they really you know don't really go together but it's my dinner party I can invite who I want you know class choices I love the thought of having Princess Margaret although I actually feel she should be better placed at my dinner party because she's also a bad bitch so she should attend bad bitch dinner um (laughs) (laughs) so we both love cooking as well um both love spending time in the kitchen trying new recipes and you know cooking for each other so we thought we would share some of our favorite recipes which are simple and easy to do and delicious so charlotte give us some recipes um my first one is actually flatbreads they're so simple and super easy and i started making them loads recently especially last year because we had like no food in the fridge lol Um, but basically all you need is natural yogurt or like plain greek yogurt and plain flour and who knew you could make a whole flatbread out of that like honestly i was like this is crazy louis actually showed me how to make them but yeah so it's 300 grams of natural yogurt to 230 grams of flour and literally all you do is shove it in a bowl and mix it up and it becomes like this like dough thing you leave it for half an hour and then you like split it into little bits and like spread it out into flatbreads and that's it and then you literally just griddle it and you have made your own like little piece of bread that you can do anything with so like we would sometimes put like meat on it or like usually we just put like fuck ton of vegetables like so many vegetables so yummy and it's just like a really easy cheap dinner to make so I would definitely recommend that but Antonia one time made me put red cabbage on it <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie it was not nice it was so weird we no, had it wasn't. cabbage Antonia we had red cabbage carrots peppers probably some fucking peas or something and olives <laughs> and it was honestly so bizarre it was so weird and actually Megan basically <laughs> came in with her boyfriend like who we'd like never really met before and we were both like I don't know why like a bit nervous and like a bit on edge and he like came into like the living room me and Antonia are sitting eating these flatbreads and we were like oh like hi Stuart like hi we're just we're having like cabbage with like flatbreads for dinner and he was just looking at us like uh like what's wrong with the two of you and it was so embarrassing and then Antonia was like yeah we've got olives and we've got carrots and we were basically both just shouting random vegetables Whoa. in his face honestly we said and- cabbage about 10 times and he was just staring at us like okay like I don't know why we were so hyper that night but we were so hyper and we were just trying to use up like all the food in the fridge so it was just this random like amalgamation of just shite on a flatbread which and we found it like obviously way more funny than it should be and he came in and we're just like cabbage 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 olives stupid <laughs> cabbage he was like oh my god he must have been like to Megan like your flat means were so <laughs> I just remember when they left the room me and you were just like oh that was too much wasn't it <laughs> But usually the flatbreads are delicious if you just have them with like loads of like grilled like Mediterranean veg. I'm not gonna lie, I would not recommend the cabbage, but if you're like Antonia, then anything goes. So <laughs> that is definitely one recipe that I would say is delicious. Um, obviously, we'll put up you know some of these recipes on our Instagram if anybody wants to try them. Um, and another one is beetroot 
pasta and um, it's actually vegan this one as well and it's a recipe that has come from an instagram page by this vegan guy who's called max lamana i think that's how you say it but it's so super easy you basically just put like boiled beetroot in a food processor with um yeast and nutritional yeast and charlotte charlotte was trying to buy actual bread yeast when she was making this and she was like oh i can't find any yeast i was like babe it's not yeast it's nutritional yeast <laughs> Yeah, nutritional yeast. I honestly, I call myself a chef. I had no idea what the difference was. I was able to just shove some random breadcrumbs in there and be done with it, honestly. But yeah, you basically just blend all that up and then you cook rigatoni pasta, which is like the big tubes. And you literally just stir it through. It's got like obviously some spices and some like coriander and stuff in there as well. And like all the beetroot goodness that like, goes inside the pasta. And I just love the color. It's like bright pink, like super pink. And then you fry some breadcrumbs with some garlic, like in a separate pan, and shove them on the top. And just wow! I mean, if you're not vegan, I actually put it with goat's cheese on top as well, which is delightful. Um, I definitely recommend that as well because it's just delicious. Both these things are so quick and easy to make, and you know, I'm all about that life when you're a busy gal. So yeah, they would probably be my two recipes that I'm going to give you guys today. Um, Antonia, what are your favourite recipes to cook? Um, so one of my favourite recipes is a pie, which I got from this blog called Pick Up Limes. I got it from their YouTube channel, but they also have all the recipes on the blog. And it's super easy. So you literally just blind bake some puff pastry and then you fry some onions, some garlic, some frozen green peas, sun-dried tomatoes, and then organo parsley, basil. And then in a food processor, you put all that in with some hummus and some breadcrumbs and you blitz it up and you just shove it in the pie. And then on top, you take a grater and you will grate some courgette and you grate some carrot and then you arrange it on the top so that it looks like a big rose. And I am sorry, it's quite a showstopper, isn't it, Charlotte? I I feel quite impressed when I make it. (laughs) Johnning. It's so pretty. It looks looks amazing and I'm not going to lie, it tastes unreal. Me and Antonia both absolutely shag hummus. Love it. So just like, Hummus, especially, like I've said earlier, my favourite food is peas. Hummus, peas, all the other good shit. Oh my, oh my God, it's something else. So yeah, definitely try that. It's me and Unipie. So that one. And my other favourite thing, I haven't actually made this loads of times, but we eat it a lot as a family. Um, so it's a traditional Peruvian dish and it's called Lomo Soltado. Um, and it's super easy to make. So you basically just get um, sirloin steak and you cut it into strips and then you marinate it overnight preferably and then you just stir fry it with onions tomatoes and chunky chips or wedges so you cook the wedges you fry them first and then you put them in the stir fry with everything else um and you literally oh, yeah the, it, li- yeah you just what? shove it all in the, in the big pan and you just fry it all together and it's so good so obviously like the tomatoes let all their juices out and then everything kind of like comes together and it is actually traditionally served with rice but we just have it as is sometimes some bread on the table and it's just it is unreal we are all obsessed with it so that is one i would absolutely recommend again that sounds absolutely delicious also the way you said los salatado or whatever it was (laughs) so sexy like, oh wow I think I've been trying to like mouth it like on the screen for like a good like couple minutes like lomo salatado and it just does not sound nice wow super close speaking of obviously being good chefs though obviously 
we're not always perfect chefs and we've had many a disaster in our time so Antonia can you please tell us about you know a couple of times or a time where you've made something and it's tasted like tastes like ass I mean that's happened really very many times but trying to think of them is quite hard but one of the things that I frequently have a disaster with is banana bread and obviously that's supposed to be one of the most easy things to make but I think it was this is not an exaggeration three times in the flat I was like oh guys like I'll make banana bread and every single time it came out like flat as a pancake and it was so embarrassing <laughs> guys I don't know what happened like banana bread like most people can make banana bread with their with their eyes shut and Antonia is you know a good chef like I won't lie her food is very tasty whenever she makes banana bread it's like a biscuit it's so flat and like just like so weird and the first time i think like you didn't use baking powder or something so we thought maybe that would just be the issue she's made it again like two or three times and again it's just flat as hell i honestly don't know what happened but yeah i'm not gonna lie that's not your funny story no or or also in that same weekend as i made one of the really bad banana breads i also tried to make shortbread for a family friend and there was so rank like i can't even remember well, what went wrong I, th- I think i was trying to half the mixture and then i just wasn't making the correct calculations and then i just ended I, up having uh, like no sugar in it i don't know what happened it tasted like onions and i was like screaming in her face uh, like yes you can because i'd like ran out of butter because i'd like been baking all these things that kept going wrong and i used this butter that had been in the back of the fridge for ages and i think it had just like drawn in all the flavors of the fridge and that is what the shortbread tasted like and it was positively vile it was it was really oniony and she actually was trying to give it to this woman as a gift (laughs) i can't can't give her this like pack of like oniony shortbread because it's was that bad and I was like Antonia yes you can no problem I don't know why I you were saying me up for a fall she was like oh my god it's fine don't worry like I can barely taste the onion and then behind my back she's like that tastes like fucking ass <laughs> I didn't think it was that I actually referred to me I didn't think it was that bad until Sean came and Sean was like like, well that's not great and I was like alright okay maybe it, maybe it really isn't great and then I was like right we need to come clean we need to be honest but I've definitely had some similar situations in my time I tried to make a vegan cake I don't know why I keep trying to make vegan food considering I'm not vegan and I also I'm terrible at it but it was like a lemon vegan cake and you basically subbed like milk for like coconut milk like you know like really thick stuff that you get when you're making like a curry that and I it just all like congealed in the middle and it was supposed to take I think 20 minutes to cook and it took like over an hour and it went all like dense and like gooey and wasn't cooked and it was absolutely repulsive it was really really bad um so that's probably one of mine another one is pea soup if you listen to our like other podcasts you'll know Antonia has a soup machine right so soup machines are not supposed to be like hard to use you basically chuck in loads of vegetables stock it basically does like a lot of the work for you like it's all good it's a gem get one if you don't have one I was like I'm gonna make pea soup I've spoken way too much on this podcast about peas but I love peas pea soup rosemary soup at the cafe I used to work out we made it there I was like this is bang and I can make it at home absolutely no problem it was water it came out like water I think it's because I used frozen peas I think that must have been the, the issue or maybe I just can't cook but it was literally like green water with some floating peas and some herbs and it was disgusting it was not good it tasted like salty piss water like I was like I'm sure it's not that bad and I tasted and I was like oh my god this is fucking vile piss water you know if if anybody wants to sum up my cooking piss water would be the word honestly rank do you know what else is rank is some of Antonia's weird rank 
combinations of food. Antonia, please, please tell the podcasting lovers about your weird combos. Ouch! I think I have very good and unique combinations. Um, I think one of the ones that people find find the weirdest is like when we go on hikes or day trips or whatever, and we're bringing a packed lunch. My favorite sandwich filling is tuna and apple mayo so it's basically tuna mayo but then you dice up an apple and you put it in and just put in some salt and pepper and oh my god it is the best thing ever i remember i used to bring it on like no i can't get over it it's so disgusting (laughs) have you tried it have i made you try it no, I don't think I have, but I don't want to. It's, ew, no. Well, that's your own problem because you're missing out on some really good sandwich fillings. But yeah, I feel like people find that one quite weird. And also in first year, I went through a bit of a phase of having like on toast cheese, but with then like melted chocolate on it. And it was really good. Kind of weird, but very tasty. Antonia, I told our friends that you had weird food choices and I really meant it. Come on, guys. <laughs> Tuna and apple and chocolate with cheese on toast. What is wrong with you? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say that and then mine are also going to be really weird. Um, but one of mine that I actually don't really have very much anymore but I do still love it is ham and ketchup in a wrap. Okay? Mm. Also a bit rogue. But really just yummy. Just like really good. Like good flavour combination. I would definitely try that out if you've never had it before. It's like child's food. That's that means meaning of like <laughs> some weird cheap version of a lunchable or something. I actually quite like lunchable. And you know, it's funny that you said child food because my other one is not actually a weird combination, but it's something that I really, really love. Is it baby food? Oh my god, it's so embarrassing when you'd be like going around buying it and then eating it in the shop. <laughs> Honestly, it's delicious. To be fair, I'm not as keen on like the vegetables or like the mushed up like meatballs and all that kind of shit. But like, Ugh. see, like baby apples, baby pears, baby plums. You just get like all the like yummy like kids deliciously ill stuff. Absolutely delicious. I feel like that is definitely something weird that I like. But I'm I'm gonna love that forever. I think. I remember at uni when we went to the shops one time and Charlotte was in her pyjamas, like fluffy pyjama bottoms, Uggs, like she was clearly in her pyjamas and she was buying baby food and I was like, oh my god, I really hope people don't think you're actually like a mum because that's not great. <laughs> Oh, it's literally probably what, like people are probably looking at me like, uh, what is wrong with her? But delicious, delicious. So we also wanted to share with you some of our favourite restaurants in Scotland. So they're across a few different cities, but if you haven't tried these, you definitely should. So Charlotte? One of my favourite restaurants in Edinburgh has actually recently opened up. Um, it's at Tall Cross, if you live in Edinburgh, then hopefully you know what that is. And it's called Lucky You, and it's the most banging Japanese restaurant I have honestly been to in such a long time it's so delicious they do like kind of like small plates like bao buns and like gyozas and they also do like sweet gyozas and stuff like that and like miso chocolate pudding and it's BYOB actually Uh, but they also do like a few like nice cocktails and it's honestly just delicious so definitely check that out Um, another one would be Alcamilla in Glasgow that's like a small plates restaurant um, and they have like the nicest wine they also have burrata so why would you not go there because it's just divine but I think they do like their menu like seasonally so they change it like every couple of months which I also love because it means I can go back and like just get different things and the vibe's really nice so definitely recommend there as well and I'll give you one more um, and that would be Bodega which is Mexican and they do tacos and probably one of the best margaritas I have 
ever had in my whole life and just like really nice flavors i think that's down in leith so definitely check all three of them out if you're in edinburgh or glasgow because they're just absolutely divine um antonia what do you think so my first restaurant is a tapas restaurant in Broadferry in Dundee. It's called Soli Sombra and I have probably been here about like 27 million times and it's so good so it's always a set menu and you never know what is going to be coming next and that's the excitement. You just don't know what they're going to bring next so they kind of start off with more kind of like cold things and salady things and then they start coming into like more of the main dishes and they do really good prawns. They always do such a good prawn dish and they do really good potatoes bravas like all the staples will always come and then they kind of mix up the other things so every time you go there'll be something different my other one is a restaurant in the isle of erska hotel which is an oban and this is more kind of a fine dining setup so it'll either be a set menu or a tasting menu but what i loved was at the end there's like a cheese course and they bring over this huge trolley just filled with cheese and you get to pick however many cheeses you want and you get to pick what comes with it like the accompaniments wise and they talk you through all the information about the cheese and the history of the cheese and it's so interesting it's like a class as well as like a feast you're getting so much good stuff for your money there as well i love it when like you go to a restaurant and they like bring stuff out and like this is this and this is this and this is this and you're like wow i feel so fancy but also yum like, yeah give them all now I love an education um, and if you're staying there as well it's a gorgeous hotel it's on its own wee kind of like island thing as well so it's super nice and finally it's a Mexican restaurant in Glasgow called Rafa's and they have the best chips ever oh my god like I was dying they're like the perfect crunchiness and fluffiness and they were like seasoned to perfection I think they had like paprika and loads of salt and pepper on them they were really good and they do the best tacos and they have quite a good selection of taco fillings as well and it's all super super fresh and it was just delicious it felt very authentic so those are my favorite restaurants that I would recommend that sounds fabulous and following on from that we wanted to speak about some of our kind of favorite cooking resources and um, like cookbooks instagram pages all those kind of things so Antonia what have you got to share I am obsessed with mob kitchen so I started following them on instagram and then they released some cookbooks and Sean got me one and Charlotte and Megan got me the veggie cookbook and they are just all such easy recipes such delicious recipes and i feel like they're trying to kind of keep it to very accessible ingredients as well and also as i mentioned earlier pick up limes blog and youtube channel they are all vegan but they give you kind of alternatives if you don't want to do vegan stuff but it's all very like fresh interesting meals that i wouldn't have ever thought to make myself and finally um the otto lenge simple cooking book it has so many kind of like side dishes and small plates um and main dishes as well and it's all super easy to make very quick and very accessible so yeah charlotte what about you love those um for me i would say jamie oliver's five ingredients book i mean i'm not gonna lie jamie's a bit cheeky and sometimes you need about 10 <laughs> ingredients for the five ingredients book but many of the recipes in that book are like my staples and actually me and Antonia probably have this courgette lemon mint pasta like at least like twice a month when it's so cheap and it's so easy to make so definitely recommend that book um as i said earlier um an instagram page by this vegan guy called max lamana again i'm really sorry if i said that wrong but he has so many delicious like pasta recipes and loads of stuff like that so definitely check that out and another one for me is also another instagram page by my favorite person in the whole world 
Emma Louise Connolly called the greedy model and she has like loads of like really really tasty food we actually used to make these really yummy um, sesame sticky potatoes from there as well so unreal so 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 good so definitely follow her on instagram as well because you get a lot of really good inspiration love that love the potatoes delicious um but i think that that has brought us to the things that we are loving for this week charlotte so what are you loving the thing i am loving this week is an app it's called the fork it's literally amazing and me and louie used it loads when we've been like on holiday and stuff in the last couple of years but you basically just put in like your postcode or your city or wherever you are and it comes up with like all the restaurants that have offers on and like they're all amazing restaurants like we went to so many like really bougie like hotel restaurants like so many nice bars you can get off booze as well um, and the discounts are like crazy like I think it's usually like 50 to 70 percent off your food like when me and my dad went to Milan we went and had this like tasting set menu thing in this like bougie hotel in Milan and honestly I think we got like 60 quid off our food and our wine and it's literally insane so I would definitely recommend that I think they do it in the UK as well so if you haven't got that downloaded get yourself uh, the fork app and save some data so yeah i think that would be mine this week antonia what is yours um well first and foremost i'm actually pretty raging that you have never told me about this app before what the fuck <laughs> why are you keeping that to I'm yourself sorry. i cannot believe you've never told me that but we're gonna move on so the thing i am loving this week is an organization called my grateful and they do cooking classes online and I think they've just started in person again and the cooking classes are taught by refugee and migrant chefs so as well as teaching you amazing recipes from around the world and different cuisines and um, the classes help to support migrants and refugees rebuild their lives. I've never heard of that but that sounds absolutely amazing I definitely need to get signed up for one of those actually. Absolutely and so with that it brings us to the end of the podcast which means that it is now time for our cheesy quote. So Charlotte, what is today's? This week's quote is, the only thing I like better than talking about food is eating it. And I feel like that is just so fitting because me and Antonia can really talk the talk about food. But oh my gosh, we can also walk the walk. We love food. And we hope that you guys too. So yeah. So true. Um, I love that one. And that has brought us to the end of the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as we have enjoyed recording it. Our mouths are literally watering thinking about all this food. So enjoy your dinner. We will enjoy ours. And we hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye.